Hello, Word Nerds, and welcome to this very special episode of the podcast called The Dictionary. This episode is special because I have two guests on. They are Dave and Ethan of, now I hopefully I get this correct, Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al podcast. Do I have that right? That's right. Awesome. We tried to make the name as difficult as possible for people to recite. <laughs> you, you did a good job. I heard, I think in your most recent episode, that you had a whole bunch of other possible uh, titles. Uh, could, could you give me a couple of those uh, old, old titles that weren't used? <laughs> or are they too embarrassing? No, I know we had one where we were, we were going to be next to a noisy ice machine. I know that was one. <laughs> I remember one of the worst ones we came up with, of course, a, uh, a reference to a Weird Al song was, Don't Download This Podcast. So if people really <laughs> listen to us, they wouldn't be listening to us. So glad we didn't go with that one. Well, we should probably get to the official uh, bios. Um, if you guys couldn't tell, this is they—they they are the hosts of a Weird Al podcast. Podcast. I'm—I'm uh, I'm pretty sure I've mentioned them in past episodes because uh, I'm a big fan of Weird Al, and of course, they might be giants. I've mentioned uh, some they might be giants podcasts as well. Um, but uh, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself so the people can learn a little bit more about you? Sure. Let me just tell you a little bit about our podcast first. So this is Dave, right? And so Ethan and I, we're big Weird Al fans. And we had this idea for this podcast where one night we were on the phone, I think like three o'clock in the morning, just talking about Weird Al. And we're like, we have to get this out to other Weird Al fans. So it was a natural progression that we started up a podcast And we have these great conversations where we interview a lot of people that are connected to Weird Al. Every one of our guests is somehow has a connection to Weird Al. We've had some great guests on. We've had on the band Portugal the Man. We even interviewed Mr. Lawrence. He's the voice of Plankton on SpongeBob or uh, Philbert on Rocco's Modern Life. (laughs) And people may be like, what's his connection to Weird Al? Well, he drew the cover art for Weird Al's food album. So, you know, we're we're trying to find these really unique connections. And we've had everyone from members of the band to Al's personal hair and makeup stylist. So we really run the gambit of... (laughs) All sorts of different varieties of Weird Al people. and Plus a guy who was in the uh, UHF movie for eight seconds. At, we Somehow we talked to a guy in the film, UHF, for eight seconds for over 20 minutes. Uh, so <laughs> we like to talk and, and we like to get every last detail out because we are super fans of Weird Al. And, and everything is something... Everything about Weird Al is something that we want to know and share with our listeners. And the fans definitely want to know. I like to say that we leave like no stone uncovered here because we'll, like you said, we will go down from, you know, Chris Ballou from President's United States of America, who had one of his songs parodied by Weird Al, all the way down to Al's hairstylist. So there's nobody <laughs> with any connection to Weird Al that we will not touch on this podcast. <laughs> That's awesome. And I also understand that um, I think Superfan might be sort of an understatement. You both are huge collectors as well. Let me tell you a little bit about Ethan. So Ethan's my co-host, and he's got a pretty impressive Weird Al collection, but he's also known for being a stand-up comedian, and he's was a host of a comedy radio show for eight years, and he even was a guest on the Howard Stern Show. That that's pretty impressive. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I, I think you're the first person I know who's uh, been a guest on the Howard Stern show. I'll have to ask you about more about that later. Sure. Um, yeah, it, you know, getting to do a podcast with Dave is quite an honor. Anyone who is a Weird Al super fan 
if they are a super fan, like this is almost a litmus test, they probably know who Dave is already. Dave is known in the Weird Al fan community for his Weird Al tattoos. On both of his legs, he has Al, uh, John, Jim, and Steve, their portraits and signatures tattooed. And he also is one of the guys, uh, one of the two super fans who got Al $40,000 and a star on the Walk of Fame in Hollywood. So Dave is just, he is, if there's a celebrity super fan, it is Dave. So it's it's really great to have him as my co-host and, and friend. And speaking of collections, his collection is rivaled by maybe only one person on the planet, and that would be Al himself. <laughs> uh not uh not bermuda schwartz i i consider bermuda's and al uh, as one collection <laughs> yeah that's true i actually didn't think about that when al gets something it goes to bermuda for safekeeping so <laughs> outside of the band i definitely have the largest weird al collection and i have over six thousand pieces in my weird al collection so i'll give you a good idea of just how big my collection is yeah my brain can't really comprehend it uh once we can travel again i would absolutely love to see even just a little bit of your collection if i'm ever in that area um because that's it just astounds me. I'm I'm a big fan. I've been to a few concerts. I'm not a collector by any means. I'm not an encyclopedic knowledge. I don't have an encyclopedic knowledge of him, but I have been a huge fan since uh, since the, I guess the mid '80s. Um, and so, uh, he, he, Weird Al has played a huge part in my life, and. I really, really love listening to your podcast as well as a, a couple of the other Weird Al podcasts to learn more about him um, and also just the people who are involved in his life or have been involved in his life. Um, they, a, a large portion of the interviews don't aren't even about Weird Al himself. They're about the person and uh, they're, they're just really interesting people uh, who may have a, a big connection to him or a small connection. So, so thank you uh, for that podcast, and I hope that um, if, if any of you are interested in Weird Al, even in the slightest bit, definitely go check out their podcast and become a Patreon member to uh, get new and exclusive stuff. Yeah, the link for that podcast is 2000inch.com, and everywhere on social media, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, we are at 2000inch. That's the number 2000 and the word I-N-C-H. Yeah, I don't know if... Uh, Twitter will allow the apostrophes or the uh, the quotation marks. <laughs> well, to make it extra easy, we also have weirdalpodcast.com. You can't make it yes. any easier than that. You can get to all of our social media and stuff right from that website. Perfect. Well, should we talk about some words? I'm so excited. Yes, please. I, w- I would love to have Weird Al on eventually because, as I think we all know, he is a huge uh, word nerd and a fan of words in general. So uh, maybe maybe someday he can hop on here and we can just talk about some words. I would love to hear that. So uh, some of my regular listeners may know I am not the most well-versed in the English vocabulary. That's part of the reason why I'm doing this, because I just like learning it. Um, a very small percentage actually sticks in my brain. But um, but it's it's fun and I've learned a lot and um, I'm I'm appreciating language in general uh, as I do this. So our first word for this episode is bill bug. Uh, this is one word b i l l b u g. I I think there's a pill bug out there, but I'm not sure if I've heard of a bill bug. So this is a noun from 1861. Any of various weevils, as of the genus Svenaphorus 
having larvae that eat the roots of cereal and other grasses. Uh, anybody have any connection to bill bugs here? <laughs> I've never heard of a bill bug in my life, but those are two absolutely horrible things combined into one. So I, I, I do not want to encounter a bill bug. Bills and bugs. They're terrible. I know a guy named Bill and he's a bug to me. So I'm going to say, I think that's a perfect word. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. Uh, by the way, the genus name Sphenophorus is spelled S P H E N O. P-H-O-R-U-S. So uh, maybe I can find a picture of a bill bug and post it on Instagram. So our next word is build, B-I-L-L-E-D. It is an adjective. Oh, it doesn't give me a year, which is odd. Uh, So it says having a bill, especially of a specified kind, usually used in combination, as in spoon build. And uh, a couple episodes ago, uh, which none of you have heard this yet, um, I had the word bill, and I described nine different birds' bills, um, and one of them was the spoonbill. And that is it for build. (laughs) Of course, Weird Al has a great song called I Want a New Duck, and in there he talks about bills, you know, but the duck's a duck's bill. And duck, yeah, of course, there could be like a, a duck build platypus, right? Isn't that a... Isn't yeah, that yeah, a absolutely. So that's not yeah, covered but, by this word of build? Um, it doesn't specifically say, but um, I, you know what? I, I give my seal of approval that the duck build platypus is related to this <laughs> word for sure. Um, and yeah, the, there, there's definitely that good uh, duck build joke in that, in that song. Um, <laughs> and, we, and we all know that the duck stops here. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. All right, our next word is biller, with an R at the end. It is a noun from 1920, one that bills, especially one that makes out bills. So I guess like maybe maybe a, a waiter or a waitress would be a biller, they're making out a bill, but um, really any any person who's uh, who has to make out a bill, who has to get paid, would be a biller. It's a new one for me. I, I don't think anyone uses that. I think we should take that one out of the dictionary. <laughs> I, I agree. <laughs> Next version, I'll take it out. <laughs> All right. The next word is the word billet, B-I-L-L-E-T. It is the first form of three different forms. This form is a noun from the 15th century. Number one is archaic. So uh, this, this definition isn't used too much anymore. It just means a brief letter, a billet. Uh, and then a synonym is the word note. Now we have 2A, an unofficial order directing that a member of a military force be provided with board and lodging, as in a private home. 2B, quarters assigned by or as if by a billet. And then number three, we have the synonyms position and job, as in a lucrative billet. Uh, I, I'm not familiar with this word, really. Uh, I, I don't know. That Maybe that's just my limited life experience. What about you guys? Yeah, I've never really heard this word before, but it sounds like that a biller could have a billet. <laughs> yes, yes. I feel like the the most uh, the word billet is used is when people are typing the word bullet and they have a typo. Absolutely. Uh, the I and the U are right next to each other, so I'm sure I've done that plenty of times. Um, so we have two more forms of the word billet. The second one is a verb. Looks like it's just a transitive verb from 1594. One, to assign lodging to as soldiers, by or as if by a billet. And then as soldiers was in parentheses just to, that's just sort of like an example um, of who would be assigned lodging. 
so yeah, there's definitely a connection to the first one. And then the number two definition is to serve with a billet, as in billet a householder. Yeah, that doesn't really help my understanding of this word much. <laughs> but uh, we will move on to the third form of billet. It is also a noun. Um, let's see, from the 15th century, 1A. Well, this is good. A chunky piece of wood, as for firewood. It's, but it, does it have to be chunky? Maybe it can be uh, thin and slender. I don't know. I like that definition a lot better than the other ones you gave. I like the chunky pieces of wood. Yes, the the third form of billet is definitely my favorite so far. Uh, We do have some more definitions for it, though. We've got 1B is obsolete. The synonym is cudgel. Uh, 2A, a bar of metal. Uh, A bar of metal is called a billet. Okay. 2B, a piece of semi-finished iron or steel nearly square in section made by rolling an ingot or bloom. Ingot is spelled I-N-G-O-T. That's a, not a word I'm familiar with. Um, I think I, I remember reading, I don't remember what word it was, but it was somewhere in the B's, the word billet came up. Um, I don't know if it was bar or bender or something like that, but it, it, I think it was related to this, this bar or metal or iron or whatever. Uh, let's see, now we have 2C, a section of non-ferrous metal ingot, hot worked by forging, rolling, and extrusion. So blacksmiths are probably familiar with this. And then the last definition for the third form of billet is 2D, a non-ferrous casting suitable for rolling or extrusion, or uh, sorry, extrusion with a T. Uh, have, have either of you ever done any blacksmithing? Never done a blacksmithing thing in my life. (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't even know where to start. (laughs) Uh, No, I haven't either. Uh, It seems really cool, but that's, I I think I would be terrible at it. Uh, Also too hot. I don't want to get too hot and sweaty. (laughs) Yeah, I get sweaty pretty easily. I, I, I would stay away from all those billets if it was up to me. You know what? It is up to you. You get to choose how your life goes. So I think you've made the right decision can choose my own non-sweaty adventure. That's that's the series I like. Sitting down and recording a podcast. I like it. (laughs) All right. Our next word is French. Let's see if I can pronounce this. Billy do. Billy do. Could also be billet do. It is uh, two words with a hyphen. First one is B-I-L-L-E-T. And then the second word is do, D-O-U-X. Do either of you speak French? I took French in high school. Did I uh, pronounce that correctly, do you think? I would pronounce it uh, billet de. Billet de. Yes, I think that is more more correct. Uh, so this is a noun from 1673. It's just a love letter. This is, um, as I said, French, billet de, which literally means sweet letter. That's mm. very nice. Well, that's very sweet. I, I don't think I've ever really ri- written a love letter, but if I do, I will make sure to call it a billet de. <laughs> All right, our next word is bill fish. Yep, the fish that swims around in the water. Uh, this is one word, noun from 1782. A fish with long, slender jaws, especially any of various bony fishes, with an elongated, tapering upper jaw, including marlins, spearfishes, and sailfishes. And the family names of these uh, various bony fishes are, I always have trouble with these. Istioforidae and Zithiaidae, something like that. You get the picture. Um, this is definitely one that I want to see a picture of, a billfish. There are so many bill prefixes. I, I never would have imagined that <laughs> there's all these different bill-type words. 
Yeah, I mean, I kind of imagine that a billfish is, for the way you described it, looks a bit like maybe a marlin or a swordfish or something like that. Yeah, yeah, they specifically mentioned marlins. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I can definitely picture that. They also mentioned spearfish or sailfish. I can picture that with that long, uh, the the long, well, the bill, I guess. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I'm, not, I'm curious what other types of fishes are billfish. Yeah, when I hear billfish, I picture someone who plays, like, saxophone and has relations with Monica Lewinsky. <laughs> I... I Part of me wants to do a terrible Bill impression, but I'm not going to do it because it would be terrible. Uh, so instead of doing that, I'm going to talk about the next word, which also starts with Bill. Bill fold. It is one word from 1895, a folding pocketbook for paper money. And a synonym is wallet. Since I've been quarantined, I I, I don't even take my wallet anymore. It's uh, I, I have like a credit card and ID. I want to limit the amount of things that I'm touching that I, and I'm getting dirty. Uh, and so my wallet has just been sitting on my desk for like whatever, how long it's been, six weeks, eight weeks. I, I've lost all track of time. Yeah, I'm trying to think of the last time I needed to use my wallet to pay for anything. It's been a, several months. I'm pretty sure of that. That's true. Yeah. I mean, you can go to a store. You can use your phone or your watch or whatever to pay. Um, a lot of places obviously are using Venmo and PayPal. So you can just do it all on your phone beforehand, which is pretty awesome. It's like it's like society knew that we had to get prepared technologically for this pandemic. We've got we've got zoom and digital pain it's it's kind of amazing actually the other thing i think about when i hear the word bill fold is i'm wondering if that is the brother of ben folds <laughs> <laughs> but because he's named bill he's terrible <laughs> now there's also a weird al song that utilizes this word of choice bill fold um he did a parody of the song whatever you like with his song called whatever you like uh, the only time that Al used the exact same title for the song that he's parodying. And mm -hmm. the line goes, $7 bills rolled up inside my plastic billfold. Buy you a bagel, even if it isn't day old. <laughs> that so. uh, bagel day old rhyme is a little bit of a stretch, but I like it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we are going to move on to Bill Hook, like a fish hook. It is one word, noun from 1604. A cutting or pruning tool with a hooked blade. Not you. You don't want to get cut by this guy. So is that like a fish knife? Is, is that what you're picturing? I uh, yeah. I'm not even sure. It doesn't specifically say. It does say pruning tool though. So I sort of just imagine that like pruning bushes and trees. Mm. Uh, yeah, that's... it's a cutting tool. Yeah, it's mostly used in like agriculture, and it's got it's a it looks like a knife, but it's got like a bent over hook on the top of it. So it it, it looks like a hook. Okay, I've probably seen them before, but obviously had no idea they were called a bill hook. Hmm. All right, the next one, the next couple I, I think are fun. The first one is billiard. It is a noun from 1580, used as an attributive form of billiards, as in a billiard ball. And then um, I'm actually going to go right into the next one, billiards, because obviously they're related. Uh, this is a noun from 1580. Any of several games played on an oblong table by driving small balls against one another or into pockets with a cue. Specifically, a game in which one scores by causing a cue ball to hit in succession two object balls. 
and then compare to the word pool, P-O-O-L. Um, real quick, the etymology says this is Middle French, billard, which means billiard, Q, billiard, Q, uh, or billiards, from the word bill, B-I-L-L-E, which means wooden stick or log. And there's more at the word billet, which, of course, we read at the beginning of this episode. Uh, are you guys fans of, of billiards or pool? Yeah, I mean, I'll tell you, for many years when I was in high school and college, I had a part-time job uh, at a place that sold billiard tables, so I'm very familiar with ah. pool and billiards. Yes. I never knew that, Dave. Did you become an expert? <laughs> you know, I was not good at playing it, but I could definitely sell you one. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, can you sell me one right now? <laughs> What's your pitch? I'm, I'm so curious. What was your pitch? Did you relate it to Weird Al at all? <laughs> I did not. Uh, you know, the main thing was that you basically needed to find out what their budget was. And at that point, then you could point them in the direction. There's a whole bunch of different tables, you know, that you can get. There are ones that are, <laughs> that are, you know, like just something you would have in your basement. And there's ones that you can use as furniture. You can actually buy a conversion top for one that you can make it into your dining room table if you wanted to. Yeah, yeah. Um, so did you, you, did you two just learn something about each other or did, uh, Ethan just learn something about Dave? <laughs> Dave learned that I didn't know that. And I learned that fact, you know, what, what, what always remind when I hear billiards, I think back to my all time favorite, um, comedy show is, uh, Mr. Show that was on HBO with uh, oh, yeah. Bob Odenkirk and David Cross. And there's this great skit, uh, where Bob Odenkirk plays this like pool master called Van Hammersley. And that is what I think of when I hear billiards or, or pools is, is <laughs> him doing these tricks and then waving his hands. <laughs> I, I don't think I've seen every episode of that show, but it is a damn good show. Uh, so I'll have to go hunt down that episode. Uh, cause that sounds awesome. Um, I, I really like playing pool, uh, but I'm not very good at it. Uh, I don't get a lot of chances to play. Uh, it's same with like bowling. I love bowling. I'm not very good at it, but I just love to play. I like the idea of billiards and bowling. I just don't like the practice of it. <laughs> yes. Yes. And, and it's not very cheap. Uh, there's, there's a, a bowling alley not too far away from me and it's, it's not cheap per game. So it's, I don't know if I want to spend all that money. Um, okay, we, we, uh, we're not, oh, bowling actually won't be coming up for, uh, that's, that's not too far away. That's the BOs. So we can talk all about bowling later. Uh, so now we have, what is this? Billy, Billy B. I think it's pronounced Billy B. B-I-L-L-I-B-I. Um, and it looks like there's a hyphen before the last B-I. Um, and then it could also be spelled B-I-L-L-Y hyphen B-I. This is a noun from 1961. A group of muscle stock, white wine, and cream served hot or cold. This is French, uh, an alternative uh, of the person's name, Billy B, the the last initial B, uh, perhaps from William B. Leeds Jr., who died in 1972 and was an American industrialist. So how does an American industrialist get a, a soup of muscle stock named after him. <laughs> I wish I knew. I, I wish that I could get some some weird things named after me that way. <laughs> well, that's the whole reason I had you on this podcast. I wanted the answer for, of this from you. Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> but that there must be a, an interesting story there. I don't know. I'm curious. There is some uh, a local mall near me, Crossgates Mall in Albany, New York. There is a, a thing called Billy B's, and it's like hmm. a an indoor like 
play park for kids, like with foam and, and swings and ball pits and that kind of thing. So um, I wonder if, you know, that's really just a front for them making some sort of stock out of these <laughs> children that uh, don't get out of the ball pit. Yeah, instead of a, a soup of muscle stock, it's children's stock. Yeah. Uh, well, hey, maybe uh, William B. Leeds Jr. was from that area and they named it after him. Hey, I doubt it, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I doubt it, too. <laughs> okay, we are going to move on to Billing. It's Bill with an I-N-G, noun from 1875-1, advertising or public promotion as of a product or personality. Also, relative prominence of a name in such promotion, as in got top billing. And then number two, total amount of business or investments as of an advertising agency within a given period. You know, earlier we talked a little bit about our rejected podcast names. Yes. And I would say that any name there where I was not top billing, that is what <laughs> immediately got rejected. <laughs> yeah, I was really pushing for Ethan and Dave's 2000 Inch Weird Al podcast, but Dave is both, you know, alphabetically first. I think your right. listeners would appreciate that. Uh, but he also has the larger Weird Al collection of the two of us. So um, those factors all weighed in together to ultimately deciding Dave and Ethan as opposed to Ethan and Dave. Was there much of a discussion, a back and forth about that, or was it uh, a pretty clear answer? I believe it, it involved a lot of screaming on Dave's part and demanding <laughs> that if it wasn't his name first, that uh, he would be replacing me with a tarantula as his co-host. You Well, hey, that might be good too, but maybe not as engaging <laughs> as having two people, <laughs> two humans, I should say. Yeah, so I, I, obviously, I you know, this has been a, over a year of us doing the podcast, and I have relented, and it is Dave and Ethan's 2000-inch Weird Al podcast. Dave does have the top billing. And uh, you you just hit your, your one-year anniversary. What day was that? So the official one-year anniversary was May 8th, and it's actually pretty weird because we figured out that um, it's only a few days after the actual anniversary that we met for the first time. I was oh, 16 funny. years old. Uh, I don't know how old you are, Dave, but we met uh, 13 years ago. Um, I believe it was May 3rd uh, of this year. So yeah. our anniversaries are very close together. Our, our meeting anniversary and our uh, podcast anniversary. I think they I think they call that synchronicity, coincidence, something like that. <laughs> that's, that's very cool. Um, all right, we only have two more for this episode. The next one is Billingsgate. This is all one word. Um, it is a noun from 1652. Coarsely abusive. Uh, oh, coarsely abusive language. That's the end of that. Uh, there's a synonym, abuse. And then this is from, it says, Billingsgate, an old gate and fish market in London, England. So it seems like, <laughs> based on what <laughs> I can gather from this information, uh, it seems like this uh, this fish market probably had a lot of coarsely abusive language uh going back and forth what do you think well gee a fish market where people are using coarse language i can't imagine that's a real thing in london in the 1650s no less yeah it's it's hard to believe but i guess if the dictionary says it's true it's got to be true absolutely speaking of fish markets dave and i on the last weird al tour we each hit <laughs> 18 different shows, um, but we went to a number of those 18 together, 
And we went to Seattle to see Weird Al for the first time. He was there for three shows over two days. And we got to visit the famous fish market. Pike's Place? Pike's Place, yeah. Pike's Place where yeah, where they throw the fish. You know, whenever somebody orders a fish and you see the fish go flying over your head. It was really pretty cool. I had a lot of fun. Ethan was terrified. <laughs> I don't yeah, I don't eat fish. I, I, I thought fish juice was gonna touch me and I was I was pretty freaked out. But it was it was cool to watch from afar. Yeah, I, I visited there. Um, I, I too, uh, also don't eat fish, uh, so I would not go anywhere near at, at there now. Um, but yeah, it, it's definitely a sight to see. All right, are you guys ready for the last word? Yep, bring it on. Does it start with Bill? <laughs> it does, in fact. It uh, It is the word billion, B-I-L-L-I-O-N, not million. It's hard to uh, distinguish sometimes. This is billion. Uh, Dr. Evil had trouble with that. This is a <laughs> noun from 1834. One, it just says, see the number table. So when we get to the ends, we can see all the numbers. And then number two, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they're they're all written out, right? Um, and then number two, a very large number. Well, that's clear and concise dictionary. Thank you for that. Um, let's see. Billion can also be an adjective. And billionth, with a T-H at the end, can be an adjective or a noun. Um, And uh, the etymology isn't uh, terribly interesting. So, those were all the words. Um, You now both get to pick a word of the episode. Um, And if you like, I can quickly read through them as a reminder. Um, You know, it's just whatever word that sort of jumped out you as your favorite or uh, whatever terms you like. Yeah, I would love to hear the the full list so I don't pick the wrong one. <laughs> right, exactly. I always need to read read through them. So they are bill bug, build, biller, billet. There are three forms of that. Billet du, billfish, billfold, billhook, billiard, billiards, billy bee, uh, billing, billingsgate, and billion. Wow, Dave, I feel like, or, or do you pick a word too, Spencer? Um, I usually I do, um, but when I have guests on, I like I like them to pick it, um, but I can pick one as well. Well, so should Dave and I each have our own choice, or should we col- yeah. collaborate and and determine a collective choice? I, I want you to each have your own brains and consciousness here. Mm. Well, because of the connection that I have, you know, throughout my high school and uh, college, I'm going to go with the word billiards. Perfect, because it lands. In a Weird Al song, I will go with Billfold. I love it. On, and I am going to pick uh, Billet Du, which is a love letter um, as my word of the episode, just because uh, that was a totally... I had never heard that word before related to that. Uh, and so I thought that was uh, a cool a cool learning experience for me. Um, anything else you guys want to say? Any you wanna Anything else you want to plug for the people? We had a great time uh, joining you, Spencer. Thanks for having us on on this podcast. Um, we use many words on our podcast every week. Uh, we, we drop new episodes, which we call Inches, every Wednesday. Uh, so we, we've released over 50 inches at this point, and we continue to chug along down the ruler. Um, you know, we will eventually hit 2,000 inches in 35 years. So uh, we, we hope your listeners give us a chance and and join us for that very long journey. How many years will your podcast be going on, Spencer? 
very good question. I was actually going to ask you, do you actually think that you are going to hit 2,000? Um, but with the way Weird Al's career has gone, I'm sure there's at least 2,000 people who are connected to him in some way. Um, yes, I think I predicted this will go about 16 years total. Um, I, I did some real quick math with the page numbers, and uh, I think that that's what I came out to be. Um, I'm about a year and a half in, uh, so I've got about 14 and a half years left. Not as long as yours. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're also weekly. So, you know, if we condensed it down to every day or, or a couple times a week, we'd get there a bit faster. Yes. I, th- I think I when I first started, I was doing it three times a week. And then as I started to do that, I was like, this is going to take me forever. I need to bump it up to every day. And they're, you know, they're usually pretty short episodes. Um, what else was I going to say? Oh, there's there's another podcast. Uh, this might be a podcast, and he's going through all of They Might Be Giants uh, songs in order, and they have probably at least s- over 700, maybe 800 unique songs, and so that that's going to take him a long time as well. Wow, yeah. Well, thank you very much for being on this, uh, this very fun episode. Uh, this is something that I want to do more frequently is have guests on because I, it th- it's just a, a different form. It, it breaks up the monotony of it's just me talking. And so I, I love to hear other, other people. I also love helping other people, which is, uh, I, you know, I want to, I want to help, uh, people plug their podcasts, their projects, their art, whatever it is. Um, and so, uh, you know, not that you guys need any help. I think you're doing okay, but you know, we all could use some help. Yeah, for sure. Definitely give us a call when you get to the eyes, and we'll love to talk about the word inch. And when you get to W, and we'll talk about Weird Al. All right. Can you <laughs> send me an email reminder in about five years or so <laughs> for the inches? Dave, I'll remind you to remind me to remind Spencer. I will write a Billy Do and put it into my billfold, and I will make sure I do that. I love it. And I actually, I just looked up what page the word weird is on. It is on page 1,419. Would have been great if there was a 27 in there. Uh, um, yeah. But uh, that might be uh, a really good episode to have Weird Isle on um, probably 10 to 12 years down the road. <laughs> good luck. Thank you. I, I hope to get there. Um, All right, so this is the end of the episode, um, and this has been Spencer Dispensing Information. Thank you and goodbye.